Hey, this is Y, and you are listening to the second episode of the Women's Hair Loss Project podcast. I'm super excited today to have my very, very good friend and master wig stylist here with me, Miss Sophie Hafner. She is responsible for all the cut and color magic you see going on with my hair. Everything that I post online, everybody wants to know, where do I get my hair done? Where do I get my hair? I get it from this beautiful and talented lady, and I'm happy to have her here with me. So welcome, Sophie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So I'd like to jump right into the consultation process because it's one of the things that I found to be the most intimidating when I was going to start looking for a wig in 2012. I wanted to go to see the wig in person, but I was kind of like embarrassed. I didn't know what it would be like. And then so I ended up doing online wig ordering, which was interesting (laughs) and challenging. And I know nowadays a lot of people do online wig ordering, stuff like that. But in my, in my opinion, it's best if possible to do the in-person consultation, but I know it's not always possible. You do work with people like out of state, right? Yes, I So do. it can be done. People do it. Definitely. But if somebody is coming in for a consultation, what, what, what should they expect or what is it like? So if they're coming in, if it's the first time for consultation, usually I want to do a phone conversation, mm-hmm. right? So to discuss what it is they're looking for. Um, this way you can, I can also have things already ready for them that I think would be something they would like right. close to their color, close to their length, because it's really intimidating, especially mm-hmm. if you're to put on hair, mm-hmm. if you're putting it on for fun, it's one thing, but when you're putting it on because you're trying to, because you've, you're losing yours or you've lost yours and you're trying to replace it in mm-hmm. a sense, um, it can be a very intimidating and scary. 100%. And if it's not your right color. It's, you, ho- it's even worse. It's even more. It's even going to be more scary. <laughs> right. So I always try to figure out what it is they're looking for. And yeah. then also, you know, there's there's different types of wearing hair. So you have top pieces, you have wigs. Um, there's also extensions, but that's a completely different you should, story. You should actually just tell people first, I should say, what a top piece is, because I assume people naturally know what a topper is, mm-hmm. but they actually don't. So there are wigs, which are which is what I'm wearing. That's what everybody knows. But what exactly is a topper or a top piece? So a topper, top piece is pretty much the top of the wig. So it's usually a round piece that will sit on top of the hair. So you can clip it in, you can glue it in, you can tape it in. There's different ways to put it in. Um, But most people, what they'll do is they will clip it into their hair. So this way they take it off at night. Right. Um, You know, just like with wigs, you can also glue them on if you wanted to. But most people I work with uh, take them off every night. So same with the top pieces. So it's for women who are thinning on top. Right. Extensions at the end of the day can only do so much on the on the bottom, but they can't fill the top of the head. So they're letting people know it's covering the top. It's covering the top. Not full coverage like a wig, just laying over the top, almost like a pumpkin top with. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Almost (laughs) like you're you're the pumpkin top of hair. Yeah, exactly. But it actually looks good. It's not like a pumpkin top. Like, no, you know, you know. (laughs) It's not like that. I mean, uh, there's different ranges, of course. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe some, maybe some actually look like the pumpkin top. Um, okay, so so you find out what their what their needs are, what they're looking yeah. for. Full coverage, exactly. less coverage, and, or they don't know. Yeah, right. So a lot of people don't know. So then it would be coming in and trying on the top piece and wig and seeing what works for them. So some people go straight into a wig, mm-hmm. which I think you did totally, right? Be- because due to the sensitivity of the topper, the clips. Yeah. My scalp was just like, oh, heck no. And yeah, so I so, went with the wig. So some people jump right into a wig, which I have to say is not very often. Oh, really? So um, I'm, yeah. the, I'm the strange one? 
as usual. Well, because usually the top piece is kind of like the like the next step, you know? Right. It's like everything gets kind of done in steps. Yeah, it's entry level. It's, it's entry level. Yeah. I'd say ex- extensions are probably entry, entry oh, level. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, entry, um, yeah. But nowadays it's such a fashion thing. Like every people don't find them to be weird. But back in the day, you know, you didn't say you had extensions, right? It was a hush-hush thing. That's a good point, yeah. And now people put extensions and it's like having a purse, you know? Like I have this brand. Right, and it's, fa- and it's fashionable. And it's fashionable. And it's like, it's like a quality thing. Yeah. Yeah. So then the top piece is kind of the next step. And it's not so hard for people to get into a top piece if they've played with extensions because they're used to now having already hair that's not there. But a lot of people haven't played with extensions. Right. You know, so putting on a top piece is also very it's different, you know, and it's something that sits on top of the head and they can get very sensitive to it. So if their hair is sensitive, if their head is sensitive to the clips, then most likely a top piece is not the right way to go. But I like to just have them, if they're not really sure, it's about them deciding. Mm-hmm. So come in, they try it on, and they see what works for them. Because, you know, maybe a top piece is all they need, but they just, they don't feel comfortable in it. Yeah, I think that I would have been able to technically go to a top piece mm-hmm. when I when I went in 2012. However, um, that just wasn't an option due to the sensitivity. But I think that would have oh. been based on my hair level at the time i think that the toppies would have been what people would be like oh you should get a top yeah like yeah people might be like why did you just jump right Right. into a wig and you know i have people like that and then it's also the opposite there's people who wear toppers you know when they have um they just go bigger and bigger and bigger because they don't it's hard for them to actually transition from topper to a wig and so that's the other part that people don't know about top pieces or toppers they come in different base sizes so they're going to expand the pumpkin top is getting larger over your <laughs> head right? eventually it becomes a wig and eventually it <laughs> grows and grows and grows until you're a full pumpkin until you're, full pumpkin. Until you're me exactly. so and you have a wig on your head okay so that's that's good information to know okay yeah because it's a uh, you know consultations are scary and then you know the other thing about it it's also feeling like you know a lot of people are going through this yeah and wigs nowadays it's nice also because you have a lot more celebrities that are playing with wigs so it's not as scary um, and it just feels more, I guess it feels more normal than it used to feel, but there's still a hard transition always. And it's kind of also, it's the acceptance that, Hey, you know, I'm going to have to put this on or I want to wear this to go out and mm-hmm. look good in it. Um, but you know, that's, I think that's with anything with growing. Do you find that like the, your clients that you, if I'm going to go say wig because I wear a wig, but that you, um, sell them a wig and you get it ready for them or prepare it and they start wearing it and they're a first time wig wearer. Do you find that they're like calling you up and like saying like this is hard to adjust to or and they need time to adjust to it or? Generally speaking, no. I mean, they they do. I always tell people it it takes time to adjust. A Right. So they know that. But they know that. But then they also what I always tell people is you need you need to treat it like your own hair. Right. So play with it like you would with your own hair. That's a good point. It is your, by the way, it is your hair. You, right. you bought it. Right. It's, it's mine. <laughs> it's, it's yours. Mine. Exactly. I pay for it. it just because it doesn't grow out of your hair doesn't mean it's not yours. <laughs> so it's yours, and you have to treat it like your own hair. Now, that being said, treat it like your own hair, like a silver spoon. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like you treat your Chanel bag. Like yeah. you don't throw your Chanel bag on the floor, right. you know, next to the dog bowl. Right. Right. So don't do, you know, so treat your hair so, also so is the same you, way. So when you say, which is a good point, and I'm, I'll, I'll just say, and I'm going to ask you what you mean by treat it by your own hair. But 
you know, when I went to first buy a wig, it wasn't, I did ask about the frequency of wig washing, which I'm sure you can answer as well. And I was advised to definitely not wash it every day because that's going to kill the hair. But one of the things that I found I had to do, and this was required for me to adjust to actually wearing a wig, was I needed the hair to smell like I washed it. I needed to feel fresh and fluffy. And I needed that every single day almost I wore my wig. So I thought I would blow that wig out in three months <laughs> or however long it was. I was prepared for that. But uh, I needed to do that. Yeah. I needed to, in order for me to adjust to wearing hair, I had to do what I actually, I took the responsibility. Yes. The wig company said, don't do that. <laughs> right? Exactly. But I'm like, this isn't going to help me if I can't get it on my head. So I washed that thing. And it's, I think paint, it's what paint to wash the wig. But I was washing I was gonna, it. Yeah, I was going to say, was it like, is work to wash it is the wig. Work, it was a work to wash <laughs> the wig. And I was, I, I was every, I did it every two days. Wow. I go down to the kitchen. And at the time, I, you know, I would flip it upside down and pin it to two heads. So it'd get the volume, right? Mm -hmm. When I woke up, I'd have this delicious, bouncy, fresh smelling hair. And I did that for the longest time every two days. Surprisingly, the wig didn't blow out, by the way. It held up. But I, that's what was required for me. So you said treat it like your own hair. Yeah. That was me treating it like my own hair. I needed to wash it. I needed to be able to smell it and have that shampoo smell and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And so what, what do you mean and what are you referencing for people when, they say, when you say treat it like your own hair? Um, I, I actually just meant, so not even about washing it. I just meant about wearing it. Mm -hmm. So when you wear the hair... Um, you know, put your hands through it, brush your hair. Like, you know, don't, a lot of people when, you know, you put it on, they feel like, you know, it's on their head and then it's like, it has to stay the way it is. Oh, you mean like you, you, you've put it on now don't touch. Yeah. Like don't touch, you know, like yeah. it has to sit a perfect way, but you like, you can play, like play with your touch hair, it. tuck your hair behind your ear. Always, you know, there's some parts in the front that you should leave out, but tuck it. You know, what looks unnatural is when hair doesn't move. <laughs> You mean I shouldn't walk around like I have like a book stacked on my head exactly. and not move at all? You know, and that's actually too, that's another that's another thing about quality of hair, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're paying for uh, very fine hair, you're paying for movement also. You're paying for that hair to blow in the wind and for it to move, not for it to stay like perfectly intact. And like when you walk, it just walks as one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> which which we've we've you know it happens yes. with some wigs. Yes. Um and. Even when that's what one thing I always say to people with, especially when you're buying high um, quality hair, you don't want it. You need it to move. Like, that's the point. Like, it looks natural when you put your hands through your hair. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you touch your hair all the time. Yeah. Right. But I think people get scared of doing anything because they don't know what to do. Right. It's. But it'd be like treating it like your own. Okay, yeah. You know, if you have some wave in your hair, um, letting, you know, when you wash the wig, letting it dry and. Um, using a diffuser like maybe you would with your own hair and scrunch it and get that naturalness that you can out of it. That's actually really good. Yeah. You know, so so you want to treat it, you know, treat it like your own hair, but treat it well, you know, but play with it. You mean like I probably treat my wig better than you treat your hair? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, so you, tr you treat it better than you would like your own hair. <laughs> but some people do actually treat their hair really well like you. So like you're by, you know. Yeah. Like so that's why <laughs> depends but you want to play with it that's the main thing yeah. you, you shouldn't be scared of it get comfortable get comfortable and that means hanging out in the house you know playing with it put it up maybe put it half up like you can pin it up you can that's the thing put it people back. don't that's the thing that people don't think they don't think that they can do things with their wigs and i actually made a video but i maybe i can just address it here where someone was asking me about can you exercise in your wig and so this is my mm -hmm. viewpoint on this 
So the answer is yes, but I wouldn't recommend doing it in your Chanel bag wig. Right? <laughs> the answer is yes, but I wouldn't recommend doing it in your 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 creme de la creme or whatever is mm-hmm. your daily wearer wig. I wouldn't recommend that. I think a lot of women get like a second exactly. cheaper piece or some women actually opt for synthetic for the gym because mm-hmm. it's lightweight and, you know, just just overall less expensive. And so can it be done? I'm just going to answer this for people that are wondering. Can it be done? Yes. Have I tried it? I've done a Barry's boot camp in a wig. That thing <laughs> that thing didn't go anywhere. And Barry's boot camp is like you're running on a treadmill. You're doing yeah. push-ups on a floor. I mean, you're all over the place. But it wasn't my thing. So I didn't like, you know, working out in a wig. So I didn't even go down that route. But it's totally possible for women to work out in wigs if that's what of they course. choose to do. Just mm-hmm. don't do it in your if you, I mean, if you, if you want, wig. you can, right? Yeah. But the point is that it comes down to the same thing of washing, right? The, you're going to sweat in it, which means you should wash it, right? Generally speaking, mm-hmm. you, you wash your hair after you, um, not maybe not every time, but it's the fact that it's going to smell, yeah. right? It, the cap especially, because you're not talking about the hair, you're talking more about the cap itself. So if you're working out in it, um, that's fine. You just, just make sure that you're, you're washing the cap also. I Actually, I'm curious on this myself, is do you think that, the sweating in the wig is going to, I don't know, degrade the quality, though, of no. the... You don't think, like, if you're sweating stuff, so I'm going to go to the gym, and I'm going to throw this in a ponytail, and to answer your question, yes, a wig can go in a ponytail just fine. It can also go in a clip. All of that's totally possible. But if I'm going to go to the gym wearing this, I'm not going to ruin the the hair, the coloring that's been done on it from the sweating that's coming, because it's a hand-tied cap. Oh, we should talk about what, you know, what's a hand eye cap later, but that's later. Okay. Yeah. No, that it's, you shouldn't, the only thing you're worried about is, you know, if you're washing your hair more often, then the color's fading faster. Yes. Right. So you, it wouldn't be the sweat. It would be that I'd have to wash it more yeah, often. Yeah. The sweat doesn't do anything. The only thing about the sweat is, you know, you have to be washing the wig. If you're accumulating sweat, then it's like anything. If it's something super, super dirty, it's going to be much harder to to wash right you have to wash it seven times to finally get all that, sm- that there's that smell you know that um that hair smell you know that dirty hair smell that we right. all know very well right. i feel like yeah the dirty hair smell it's don't, like it's like the oils that. from the scalp yes right so that's probably why you felt like you needed to wash your wig all the time because right. you're washing your hair all the time i was I, every day so yeah the same thing with wigs you know they the wigs since they're sitting and top pieces too they're sitting on your scalp so they are taking in the oil that your scalp is pushing out that's is that why it gets a little like grimy mm-hmm. yeah because that happens like it just happened yeah. the other day when i went to i went to wear my hair during the day and i was like gonna go to dinner i was like huh <laughs> i was like i was like maybe i haven't washed this wig and i'm not sure when the last time was and i was like it's getting a little sticky at top so then i washed it and then i put a video on the va- uh, mm-hmm. on instagram stories and i was like look how soft and fluffy it looks you know yeah. i forget i often forget how important at least washing it you know, a relatively reasonable amount of time. I went from washing it all the time to now waiting like an excess amount of time to wash it. Yeah. It's that happy medium. Yeah. It's hard to find. <laughs> it's hard to find. <laughs> yes. um, we know. So um, then when I heard the word hand tied, so when I started looking for wigs, I was confused as heck because here we got lace front, close front, hand tied, wefted. We have lace top silk top or all known as french top we have all of these things that people are like oh my god what is going on so i'm going to say i was wondering first what is a lace front as opposed to a closed front so yes this is definitely more technical it is but people want to know yeah so lace front lace front is meant for someone who wants to who's replacing their hairline 
right? So they their hair is thin back far, or they don't have hair. So they are, they're replacing the their their hairline yeah. right in the front. So it's made out of lace. The hair is going to come out of the lace, and it looks like a so it blends into your skin. It's giving the illusion that you have a hairline when you're either not using it or you just don't have one. Exactly. Okay. So it looks like it's coming out of the scalp. While um, a closed top, for example, something like that you wear. Yes, I wear the um, closed fronts. The closed fronts. Those, that would be something that you, the hair is also ventilated on the inside. So you have to, so you either want to wear bangs with something like that. Because, again, if you pulled it back, you would see a ridge. Yes. Right? So there's no transition. Right. And then, or you would use it with, if you had your own bio hair, you can easily take out the front of your own hair, and then that goes right in. And it blends it in. So it blends it it's in. optimal if you're going for the closed front, which I do wear, um, that you're pulling out at least a small amount mm-hmm. of your own hair, even tiny bits. People think that I'm pulling out some large amount. In the beginning, I did pull out more, but I have less. So I pull out microscopic mm-hmm. microscopic bits that are up there. Yeah. And I pull out around the ears mm-hmm. because over the ears allows it to look more natural in the tab exactly area. Exactly when you tuck. Yeah, when you tuck too. it behind the ear. And I pull out tiny bits at the front. So if Yeah, you, so you need to have that. Yes. To be able to... A little bit of something to work with. Yeah, so because you're essentially what you're doing is your, your own hair, your own hair is actually like the lace front. Yes. Part. Yeah, it's actually a good way to look at it. You're right. providing that naturalness. You're providing the hairline. Yes. And then the wig is doing the rest. Or if you are lucky enough to uh, have a face like Zoe de Chanel and <laughs> right, yep, and um, be absolutely. able, if you can wear that full bang. I mean, you have no idea how much I had bang envy of people that can like have like a nice forehead or a face shape to wear bangs. I was like, that would be awesome. Yeah, and a lot of people wear bangs. Yes. Um, and they look great I, in them. I just happen to look horrible in them, but. Yeah, so do I. (laughs) But you're lucky if you do, and you go into wigs. Yeah, because then it's so much easier. Yes, because if you have if you have bangs or you have something, you don't really have to worry that much about if you need a lace front or not, because you have something on the forehead that's covering the transition of the piece starting. So yeah, which makes total sense. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, (laughs) but um, my brain is just jumping ahead because I'm thinking of all of the things that I thought about. I'm like transported back in 2012 and in panic mode when I'm trying to run around and find a wig and I didn't know what to do. And all of a sudden I'm going online, I'm seeing all this stuff and then I'm Googling the words and I'm seeing pictures of bald heads that are like not real bald (laughs) heads, but just images. And I'm all confused and there's diameters and measure your scalp. And I mean, is that really necessary? Do I need to be measuring my scalp if I'm going to come to you to get a wig? (laughs) Well, no, but I mean, you're, you probably want to measure your scalp if you're buying one online. Online, yes. Right, because you're going online. You you need to figure out, like, if you're, you know, the average size. Do if do people buy through you without ever seeing you? Yes. And so do you have them measure their head? Yeah, so then I have them measure oh, their head. Oh, you do? Yep. And I is, have them measure their head, or if, or if they've already had wigs before, then that's also a good reference of the company that they're using um, and what size they have. But is it like jeans where like it can be like an exciting smaller size, like in one, you know, and then another one I'm like not. Yeah. (laughs) Generally speaking, most they're pretty much they're close. It's universal. So if like you're smaller, you're smaller, you're medium, you're medium. For I'm just talking regular wigs. I'd say generally speaking. So if you're taking the big wig names, all mediums are pretty close. Okay, good to know. Um, But 
then when you're talking about other things, like once it's like grippers, like Folia has the gripper wigs, that's different. Sizing is different. And a gripper is a what? A gripper is a wig which you would wear if you don't have any hair, mm-hmm. ideally. And it instead of using glue or tape, it has silicone on the inside and it will it'll just it'll attach to your head. It just sticks on it all sticks by on. itself. Sticks on by all by itself, but that needs to be an exact size. Because okay. you don't, you know, with when you have hair underneath or um, using the other types, it moves around a little bit, mm-hmm. right? And you have room to play, like clothes. Yeah. The the grippers are something that you want to get measured well and right for because you want it, once it sticks on, it sticks on. Right. And so also for anybody wondering, for the gripper, you are going to probably have to be nearly slick bald, right? So I have, it's interesting actually, so... You, it's made for that, yeah. right? Because silicone will attach, will grip to the skin. When there's something in the middle, like hair, it's not going to stick. But it could still stick, right? So, but you're going to have movement there. Some people who have hair do like the the gripper. So they're like, if you have a shaved head, can you think? Oh of, yeah, shaved head, absolutely. A shaved head, a gripper would work. Absolutely. Uh, okay, no question. No question. These are really I just have, these are really just questions I'm of, asking for me, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people actually shave their head. Yes. So that they can wear the gripper. Really? Yeah. Because they don't wear their own hair anyway. So they're like, I don't wear my own hair anyway. So they'll shave their head. I have a lot of clients who, um, and a couple of good friends of mine too, that what they do is they shave everything mm-hmm. except for the ears and then the back. So they could cover over so, the ear tab. So it covers the tab, but everything else is shaved. And this way they can use the, they can use the grippers. And, they, um, and it sticks really well and they love it. And it's just because they will not take the wig off. So in their mind, if, you know, they might as well have something that is sticks on their head, you know, and no one's ever going to see them without, without the wig on, right? Right. It's Some probably, people even sleep in them. It's pro- Do they really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have people that sleep in wigs? Yeah. Absolutely. Really? Some people, you know, they have a wig, they live and breathe in it, and that is it. That's good to know that people do that. I mean, it's not recommended. I <laughs> well, you know what? Washing your wig every two days isn't recommended either. That's true. But whatever you're going to have to do to whatever. get through exactly. is what you have to do. Exactly. So a lot of people will, if they want to sleep in it, they'll get cheaper wigs for sleeping. Yes. Um, or they won't. You know, it just depends. Everything's also based on your own budget, right? What can you afford to do? So if you, some people budget to buy a wig once a year because it's a necessity and that's what they do. So that they, they figure out how it is they can extend the life of that wig for that full year. Some people, I've seen people come in with, they've been using it for four years and it mm-hmm. looks great. And I don't, and you're, I don't, and you're like, I, I'm how blown. did you do that? Because they babied it. I'm blown away by it, yeah. you know, and then I have some people come in three months later and they've destroyed <laughs> it. So it's... <laughs> It's like, does it sleep with your dog? Because <laughs> it's like completely destroyed. So I mean, so just like with anything, you should take care of it. But you can, they can last a long time, but sleeping in it will kill the life of your wig fast. I'm a big proponent of being able to take off my hair sometimes in places I shouldn't. But <laughs> giving my head a good scratch, so that would be hard. I did have to sleep in it one time, mm-hmm. and it was... Uh, the first year I was wearing, oh no, sorry, it was the first year or the second year I was wearing hair and we had people coming to the house and I hadn't really disclosed to the, I wasn't as open as I Mm -hmm. am now and they were staying the night. We had overnight guests. So I had to go, I had to wear my wig to bed just in case there were going to, as there was a fire or an earthquake (laughs) and I'd have to run out. I couldn't run out without my wig. 
So I had to sleep like, what is it? I don't know. I'm going to say this wrong. Is it a geisha or a geisha? Geisha. geisha? You know how like sometimes they, they have t- on the, the, they're on a block, you know? Yeah. Like that was me like all night long. I don't know if I slept a wink. I can't imagine actually sleeping in a wig. Yeah. Some people, I mean, the things I think as women, generally speaking, we actually can adapt very well to anything. I actually, yes, yeah, that's true. You know, like very true. people put on a wig the first time they're like, I could never do this. But yes, if you need it. You learn to you you figure it out, and then it actually becomes a part of you. It's like wearing shoes. Like we only wear we find them comfortable because we grew up wearing shoes. Right, right. You put else, something else, new yes. on, you're gonna feel it. So now it's gonna feel like you're wearing a hat. It's there. You know, it it is. It's not. You're gonna feel something there. Of course, it's you are. not your own hair. Yep. But you. But we adjust. We do adjust, and I, that's a good point. Is that I think a lot of people when they first put on a, you know. When I first got a wig, because the, the what I saw in the mirror was so overwhelming and helpful mm-hmm. to me, I was willing to accept the feeling that there was something on my head. Mm-hmm. So that overtook my, oh, God, there's something on my head. It feels heavy or it feels like yeah. a hat or anything like that. But I know for other women, they're like, I'm not going to keep this thing on my head. It feels like a hat. How am I going to adjust to this? But I found that to be true. It's like over time, like when I'm constantly wearing wigs, like on a, like a continuum day after day because I take breaks sometimes, it gets like it's not even there. Now, yeah. if I take a break, like stopping going to the gym or something, you know, you take a break for two weeks and you put that thing back on your head. Now you feel it again. And yeah. there's a little bit of an adjustment period. Yeah. And that just goes along with the territory of wearing hair and adjusting to it and kind of going with the flow, you know, and knowing exactly. that that's what happens. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. And and you will adjust. Yes. That's you. But you have to be able to take the time to adjust. I think that's the main thing. Like some women... You know, they want it to just feel perfect right away. And that's and it's just that's just not going to happen. Well, I think that they believe like they're there's a, like they think they're going to throw the hair on their head and it's going to feel like it's coming out of their scalp. Yeah. And it's not and it's because not. it's attached to a cap and it belonged to somebody else's head at one point in time, you know, and it's, it's been assembled and yeah. it's just not growing out of your head. And that's a big letdown when we realize I didn't grow this. This is believe me, it's a letdown. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but. It's awesome. It's an awesome op- option for many women. I wish that more women were not scared to at least try mm-hmm. because it's like people have to think wig, 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 wig. It's so bad. It's, but, yeah. but it's not bad. It's good. It's easy. It's good. It's easy. <laughs> you know, I dropped off my hair to you. This yeah. hair. I dropped off my hair and I got it back styled. Yeah. You don't have to wait for it. I didn't have to wait for it. It was fantastic. You know, it was just like, you know, I had a lot of things to do this morning. Guess what? One of them wasn't. Yeah. It's just doing my hair. hair. I did. I had to this morning. (laughs) I actually had to take an hour. I was like, Jesus, you need an hour for your hair. Mine takes like five minutes. (laughs) Must be nice. (laughs) So I'm jumping back into the technical stuff because I know what I was interested in. So I get this question all the time. What kind of top? I know I know the answer, but I'm going to ask you. What kind of top is providing the natural look on my wig? What's it called? You mean your actual wig? Yep. The one you're wearing. Mm-hmm. So that's usually, so there's different names for it, but French top is one that's. Which um, for anybody that's not watching and listening, it's a very natural part line. It looks yeah, like it's so, like growing so out of my scalp. French, t- French top or natural top. So you, so it's actually thicker. So it's not a lace top. So you actually don't see the knots of where they're sewing the hair in, which you would see in a lace top. It actually has another layering underneath that makes it look like it's a scalp. Yes. So you don't see through the cap. It, it creates its own scalp for you. So when someone's looking at the top of your head, it looks like it's yours. And it's, it's growing right out of your scalp. 
and it's multi-directional. It it covers a portion of I keep forgetting that it's just we're doing audio also on video, so I'm demonstrating on myself, but it's that natural part line that you can actually move around the top of your scalp and it actually looks like it's coming out of your head. Yeah, it's a, it's an actual part, right? Yes. So you can have a part on the left, on the right, um, but it looks like it's yours. Yes. And that's the most natural. Okay, yes. So this would have been helpful for me before, 13 years ago. Where were you then? <laughs> I can't answer that one. <laughs> you hadn't found me. Okay. <laughs> So let's see, I covered the closed front, lace front, which I was concerned about for myself, consultation, and the silk top. These are questions I get a lot about. So coloring hair, you get a wig, you can color it. You, most likely, yes, absolutely. Most likely, depending on the... Depending on the hair. The, hair, the thing about hair is the world of hair is a very lucrative world. Yes. <laughs> to, say to, the say least. Least. <laughs> to say the least. Lucrative, that's putting it milder, yes. Yes, to say the least. So, you know, you... You can be told anything, I guess, in the world that you're buying whatever you're buying. But a lot of times you don't really know what you're getting. Right. Right. So there's certain brands like I work with Folio mostly. And one of the reasons is that they do make the wigs from start to finish. So they actually own the factory. So you can actually if there's so every time you get something, it's consistent. Right. There's a company to fall back on and say, hey, this isn't what I ordered or this isn't acting the same as it should be. So those those absolutely can be colored, mm-hmm. all everything to a certain degree, right? within so. a certain a certain amount of shades within the color. You yeah. want to get pretty close to where you're going. Yeah, like if you give me a black wig and you want to be your color, I'm going to tell you you're going to end up with. We can do it, but you'll end up with spaghetti hair. Like there's there's not going to be much left. Um, you know, just like your own just like your own bio hair. Like if you have dark hair and you've wanted to go blonde, your hairdresser should always tell you, um, you know, we're going to do this in steps. Right. Right. You don't do it all at once. Celebrities don't do it all at once ever. Because it's a progression. It's a progression because you, you're going to blast the hair and you're going to end up with no hair. Right. And if you have done it, have gotten it done before, I bet you anything, you went home with very damaged hair. I never got the opportunity to experience all the joys of coloring my hair. But so. <laughs> so that's another type. That's another type of client that I that I have come in the door. Women who are so damaged, their hair is so damaged from bleaching that they've been over bleached. And now they need a piece to wear in the meantime. Oh, just to get so just to get them through the hump of growing their just, hair yeah, back which in. sometimes takes two years, right? If your uh, hair grows half an inch, I wouldn't even healthy, consider that. Yeah, you know, half an inch a month. I mean, six inches a year. If all of a sudden your hair is broken off and bleached out, you might be looking at a year, two years of growth back to how you had it. So a lot of women do that too. So I wouldn't even have considered that because I live just in like this isolated like. Female pattern hair loss world or like yeah. alopecia areata universalis totalis. Yeah, um, yeah, there's so many reasons for people wear wigs. Oh, it's okay. It's but, something I'm learning things right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I know another question is, and I had it for myself, so I'm going to ask it. What is a hand-tied wig as opposed to a wefted, a wefted wig that's closed and a wefted wig that's open? So you have your, your hand-tied, a hand-tied wig is what it sounds like. It's literally a hand-tied wig. The hair itself is hand-tied. Each into... and every single strand. Yeah, it's, I mean, unless they have a robot doing it too. I mean, it would be hand-tied <laughs> also. One at a, it just means that each hair is tied on manually. The wefted means that it comes, just like extensions, they come on a weft, right? So it's hair that's sewn. Um, then they could be hand-wefted, but it's still hair that's sewn on a Piece, on a row. On a row. So hand wefted, or it can be machine wefted, which is a machine just kind of like a sewing machine. You're just sewing the hair down. And then 
then you have a closed open wefted is a machine wefted but then each, in between each weft there's space mm-hmm. and you would you see can, your scalp you can it. actually i mean i mm-hmm. i bought i purchased one of those so that's why i'm familiar with this process but they're yeah. the open wefts you can actually put your fingers through and feel your scalp in the back yeah you can actually yeah you'd be able to like if you pull it up you'd be able to see the wefts and see your scalp and so what was what is the benefit of getting a like a like a full hand tied cap as opposed to getting one that's uh, wefted. It's natural. So hand tied cap is going to naturally be lighter because you don't have that extra material of the rows of the wefts. The hair is more proportionate um, throughout the whole wig, right? So the whole thing is tied in. It's very light on your head. A wefted wig is going to be much heavier. There's a there's a plus and minus to both though. Like you're, there's not one that's worse than the other. Do you think it provides? Does the hand tied because I think I'm often asked, like, why, and actually I think I got this question fairly recently, like, why is it that your hair is always so bouncy and moves and has, do you think that hand tied is providing and, like, helping that have that extra movement as opposed to, like, a wefted wig, or is it just the hair quality or both? I would say it's the hair quality. Probably the hair quality more than anything. Mm-hmm. And the top, I mean, the way the top is made, right, the yeah. French top on yours. Um, but it's it's more about the quality of the hair and also the, the styling. That's mostly styling. Styling. Quality and styling, yes. Quality so if you have styling. fine hair and it's not moving, then there you're doing something you're doing something wrong with your styling because okay. it should move. Okay. It should have bounce. So it should be wash or you know, and a lot of people what they'll also do is I think that's another thing with styling is when they wash their wig, they brush it and then they let it dry like on a head, for example, but they brush it they brush it flat. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if I were if I were to wash my hair, and I brush my hair on my head, flat, you yes. know, which, which we always do, right? For, I'm at to, first, I'm trying to picture. Actually, it's so true what you're saying because I was picturing like me washing like your head and just combing it straight down and just walking away. Yeah, like combing it like straight down. It's like because we all do it to ourselves, right? You got out of the shower when you had your own hair. You brush it all straight down, right? Yeah. But then usually you flip your head upside down, you know, you shake it around, you get it off the scalp because you're trying to get um, for it to dry with body, right? Right. If you let it dry flat like that, you're going to end up, (laughs) (laughs) you you know, like one of those kids with the straight flat hair. But that's the same thing with the wig. So if you wash the wig and you, you brush it out, which you should do, then, you know, Take it and shake and it, shake it yes. flip it upside down. Let the don't part it exactly where it needs to go and make that part and flatten it down. Shake it upside down, just like how you would do your own hair. Yeah, that's a big one. Like and you a, can you also move in it. Yeah. yeah, and you can also like you know take the blow dryer and blow dry it upside down a little bit. That's when also it all comes back to the same thing as treat it like you would your own hair. Right. Right. So just like you wouldn't brush yourself flat and leave it and <laughs> walk around the house with the hair flat down. I don't know a single woman that would do that unless you're going for a certain style specific. Um, you know, you're flipping it upside down. You're trying, you're putting your hands through it. Same thing with the wig. Yes. Because you want the hair to dry with, vol- with volume with, with and a, body. With, with lift and movement. And mm-hmm. I do that naturally now. So I'm not like I'm not I'm not thinking of that. When someone's asking me, why does your hair have like movement or bounce? I'm not thinking of why, but I do those things naturally when nowadays when I wash my head. If you see videos I made like, you know, Mm -hmm. years ago, you'll see me take it on a mannequin head, put it upside down. Mm -hmm. I'm shaking it around. I'm moving it. I'm hanging it. I'm giving it. I'm wanting to get it off of Mm -hmm. the cap. Yeah, exactly. I'm wanting to get it off of the cap basically to come out as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And that makes it have a fluffy 
a look. fluffier appearance, which yeah. looks more natural. And that's and that's the exact same way you do it with your own hair. So it doesn't change with the wig. Right. You can do the same thing. You can do it on your own head or you can do it on a mannequin head and just blow dry it upside down a little bit. I'm a big proponent of the upside down blow dry. I love doing that. I just take the wig, hold it upside down by the ear tabs, and I start shooting it with the mm -hmm. heat, which gives it, it's going to give it a lot of volume once you put that bad boy on your head. And then you could always take down the volume. So if you have a little too much, don't worry, because it's going to come down. <laughs> it does, yeah, it yeah. does come down. So don't worry if there's too much, but it's a great way to get that extra lift. Extra lift and then a very natural part. And a very, Yes, and a very natural so part. That's, that comes down to also, you know, being able to put your hands through your hair, right? Because that part isn't so slicked in. So you can move it around. Please check out part two of my conversation with the beautiful and talented Sophie Hafner. You can also visit me at www.womenshairlossproject.com and on Instagram at WHLP Network.